Hi, my name is Macy Penny, and I'm finishing up my eighth grade year at Wiley Middle School. I moved here in August, so I've had an interesting first year in Leander ISD. I appreciate my teachers who helped me feel at home this year, and I look forward to playing softball and being in band this fall at Glen. Now, please welcome our superintendent of schools, Bruce Gearing. Macy, thank you so much for that kind introduction, and hello, Leander ISD. So happy to be with you live again here in the worldwide internet. Um, we are so happy that we have this ability and this technology to get together with you somewhat in person and uh, have this opportunity to share some news with you, to share some hot topics with you, to share some student voice with you, to really hear what our kids are doing. This has been an incredible year, an interesting year, um, and one that I certainly will not forget in a very long time. And so we're coming to the close of 2020 as um, a school year. And uh, I wanna say a special thanks to our board of trustees who have acted so firmly and so graciously through this difficult time. They've made strong decisions and yet they've made empathetic decisions, really putting the needs of our students and of our families first. And that is so important to us as a district in our culture. I wanna shout out to our seniors of 2020. They've had, uh, uh, I feel like they've been robbed of some incredible opportunities during this spring term, and yet they too have risen to the occasion and really interacted well together and, and have finished out strong even despite these challenging times. Um, we've really done some tough talking and some tough planning as we start to think about what happens in August and what happens in the rest of the summer months. Uh, we will still be closed for the month of June, um, all of our facilities will remain shut down to make sure that when we return, we are safe and that we're ready. Um, and uh, starting on June 19th, we'll lay out some of the options that we're planning for in the month of July and, and the start of school in August. Uh, we really hope that we can be back together in person because as George Curris says, the most three most important things in, in public education are relationships, relationships, relationships. And we can't wait to be able to forge those relationships again in person with our students, with our teachers, with all of our staff um, and our parents and our families in this wonderful community that is Leander ISD. And so again, on June 19th, we'll be starting to share some options for what will happen in the rest of the summer. We hope that by July 13th, we'll have some really definitive answers for what July looks like for our staff and then what August looks like for the start of school for both our staff and our students. Uh, we also, of course, are really excited and looking forward to graduation ceremonies, which will take place on July 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, and again, we'll be laying out some options for those things. You've seen some of the options. We've heard some feedback from the community and we're very responsive to that feedback. And so we're uh, talking a lot about what, what other plans we can make to make sure that that ceremony is extra special for our seniors of 2020. So thank you for joining us today. I know we have um, some interesting friends who are here to tell us about some of the hot topics. So let's move right along. Hi, welcome to another edition of Hot Topics with Let's Learn with Bruce and Friends, where we talk about the things that are on your in your hearts and on your minds about the goings-on of Leander ISD. And first, we start off with our Director of Athletics, Jody Horman, giving an update about summer camps, athletic camps, and strength and conditioning camps. Here's Jody. 
I'm excited to announce that we have some summer camp information to pass along to you. During the month of June, hopefully beginning June 8th, we will start having strength and conditioning camps at all six of our high schools for grades seven through 12. These camps will be held outdoors only. Our coaches are very excited to have this opportunity and are working hard to put plans in place that follow UIL guidelines to create safe environments for our athletes and our staff. Registration begins June 1st, so check out the Leander ISD Athletic Department webpage to get registered and to find out more details regarding the camp you will attend. Contact camp directors if you need scholarship information and know that any additional camps we may be able to offer in July won't be determined until late June. So keep checking back to our website for more updates and details. Thank you. Remote learning was at the core of what we did this past spring as we supported students during our emergency response to COVID-19's global pandemic. And we did a survey. We wanted to learn more about what we could do better, especially as we enter 2020-2021 school year. Here's Director of Research and Evaluation, Sarah Martinez, talking about that survey and what we learned about remote learning. Hi, this is Sarah Martinez, Director for Research and Evaluation at Leander ISD. This spring, we captured the voice of our teachers, students, and parents through the remote learning survey. We had over 11,000 participants in this survey. The first question that we asked was related to how well you're adapting to the remote learning experience here in Leander ISD. While we found overall people are adapting quite well, we did have quite a lot of variation amongst our students particularly. Considering the level of satisfaction, we had nine out of 10 teachers tell us they were satisfied with the guidance and the resource and supports that they received. About three quarters of the parents and two thirds of the students were also satisfied. Perceptions about the workload for students was really important for us to capture. We did find that both students and teachers felt like the workload was either just right or too much, where parents were more equally split between not enough and too much. Overall, we found that the level of resiliency is strong in LISD, and there's generally a feeling of appreciation for the grace, flexibility, and support provided. Teachers and students, however, are really missing each other. As we move forward, we're going to continue to gather feedback and explore ways to streamline access to our resources and our digital platforms while we try to improve methods for virtual and face-to-face -face instruction for our parents and students. If you have any questions, or would like more information, please contact Sarah Martinez at leanderisd.org. The State of the District will serve as our final episode here at Let's Learn with Bruce and Friends on June 10th. Here's our LEAF Executive Director, Kristen Hugley, giving an update about when, where, and how you can tune in to our State of the District. Hi, the LEAF team, along with the Cedar Park, Leander, and West Austin Chambers of Commerce, want to invite you to join us for the virtual State of the District event on Wednesday, June 10th at 9 a.m. The event is presented by Smile Doctors Braces and you'll be able to join us via the Leander ISD website at leanderisd.org. You can also tune in on their Facebook page or their YouTube channel. We look forward to discovering what's been going on in the district and looking forward to the future together with this event featuring our superintendent, Dr. Bruce Geary. We'll see you soon. CNS will transition from the amazing program we ran as part of our COVID-19 response to our summer feeding program starting next week. Here's Director of Child Nutrition Services, Steve Smith, talking about our summer feeding program. Leander ISD has been proud to provide emergency feeding to our community over the last two months of school. 
and we will continue this service during our summer months, June 1st through July 31st. Those three locations in which service can be provided are at Reed Elementary in Cedar Park, Running Brushing Middle School in Cedar Park, as well as River Place Elementary in Austin. Those serving times are 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. You will be provided with breakfast and lunch at that time. Students are under the age of 18 are provided meal service for free. We encourage you to go to the leanderisd.org webpage to learn more about these programs or summerfood.org for more information. Stay well and we look forward to seeing you this summer. In our board of trustees meeting last week, trustees made the tough decision to adjust the school start times and add minutes at both at all elementary, middle, and high school levels in order to address academic needs, especially at elementary and at high school. Here's our assistant superintendent, John Graham, talking about the new bell schedules and what this will look like for our students and families. Hello, this is John Graham, assistant superintendent of campus activities and support. So what happened at our last meeting of the board of trustees? On Thursday, May 21st, our board of trustees approved a new bell schedule for the 2021 school, school year for all three levels. The proposed schedule fulfills requests from our principals, our teaching and learning team, transportation, and our community. The committee added 10 minutes to the elementary schedule. This allows the opportunity at the elementary level to add transition time between classes, additional time for social emotional activities, physical exercise, and restroom breaks. Five additional minutes were added at the middle school level. The main benefits of this schedule change allows additional time for intervention and challenge during the school day. And the earlier release time allows students that participate in extracurricular activities to miss less instructional time. And our students would be home earlier from events. The high school schedule has the most minutes added to the day. The 15 minutes to the day allow all six high schools additional flexibility to stay in compliance with career and technical education and international baccalaureate course minutes without having to reduce advisory time. So elementary, you start at 7.40 and end at 2.55. Middle school, start at 8.10 and end at 3.25. High school, start at 8.40 and end at 4 o'clock. I hope this helps. Thank you. Have a great day. And finally, the other big action item our Board of Trustees took last week was they adopted a compensation plan for the 2020-21 school year for all employees. Here's Chief of Human Resources, Carrie Lynn McSpadden, talking about what was in that plan, what the board approved, and what next year's compensation plan will look like for our beloved teachers and staff. We are excited to announce that the board approved a $1 million investment into the Employee Benefits Fund, allowing the district to maintain or decrease health insurance premiums and offer a zero insurance plan option for employees beginning January 2021. The board's approval also leaves open the possibility for a one-time payment to all employees equivalent to a 2% of midpoint increase if enrollment and economic indicators allow for it in November. The board considered the one-time payment in lieu of traditional raises in order to avoid locking into additional fixed costs when there is uncertainty regarding the economy and to better absorb potential funding cuts in the next legislative session. In addition to the one-time payment and investment into the healthcare fund, the board also approved salary adjustments for select positions, including substitute teachers and an additional stipend for special education teachers in self-contained classrooms to keep up with compensation plans in nearby districts. 
we want to say a big thank you to our Board of Trustees for supporting the work we do for students and families of Leander ISD. We also want to thank you to all of our employees for the hard work they continue to do throughout this unprecedented time. Thank you to Carrie Lynn, Steve, John, Jody, Sarah for all of the amazing responses to our hot topics. Um, one of my favorite parts of these last few weeks has been the opportunity to take you back into classrooms. We had the privilege of going to several of our schools um, prior to COVID, prior to buildings being closed and, and capturing some amazing conversations between Bruce, our superintendent and um, students at various schools. So today we're going to Glen Grizzly Town. We have David and Faith. David's a senior, Faith is a junior. They're going to talk about some of their CTE programs. David's going to talk about welding. Um, we're going to learn about Faith, who is in the CSI, the, the criminal um, law enforcement courses there at Glen High School. Shout out to Mr. Acosta, the teacher there that we know very well here on the school community relations team. And um, we're excited to take you back into schools. We know everyone's missing it, even as we wind down and get towards what, what is the end of our, our school year. I don't know if anyone has ever gotten to the end of a school year and has missed school as much as we have this year in Leander ISD. So take a look, roll the clip, Garrett, and let's go to Glen High School. David, nice to meet you. David, Bruce, nice Faith to meet Murphy. you. Hi, Faith, nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you for having me here again, high school. Of course. So tell me where we're gonna go. What are you gonna show me? You wanna go show them the orange wing? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's walk down that way. Tell me about what you're passionate about. Uh, so like right after high school, I wanna do auto body collision. Like, cause I'm more of a hands-on person. Uh -huh. uh, I've always had a passion for that. Like I see, like I see my friends do it, and like, just like seeing something transformed to something so old, to something like completely different. Just. So, like, what training are you gonna have to do after high school? Training. In order to do that job. Uh, I was thinking taking like an ACC course for it. Mm -hmm. um, something basic, and then transferring over mm -hmm. to like a bigger school. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Very good. All right, Faith, tell us a little bit about your journey at this point. So freshman year, we didn't have the criminal justice program just yet, so I was kind of just exploring every, well, not every program, but I was exploring different programs. But then I found out that we were going to have a criminal justice program, so I signed up for it kind of just exploring it at first. But then eventually I found out that this is really what I want to do because SkillsUSA being within the criminal justice program really did help me figure out like okay this is what I do because it's hands-on and you get to compete in it and it really shows you what it's going to be like in the in the workforce. So what were the classes that you took as a sophomore because that's when you started right that really connected you to criminal justice? So I took photojournalism and I do like taking photos uh -huh. but criminal justice I gravitated towards criminal justice more. Okay. But I am in yearbook this year, so. Yeah, okay. So tell me about CSI team. What is that? That's part of Skills USA. Yes, sir. Yes. So in CSI, we have a drawer, a photographer, and a team leader. Mm -hmm. And the drawer basically sketches the scene. So once we get there, she looks at the scene. She measures, like, if we have a body. It'll be a dummy. But if we have a body, it'll be, like, the body to the north wall, body to the south wall, and mm -hmm. et cetera. And then the team leader, if we have to take like fingerprints or blood samples, she will get those. And then me as a photographer, I take pictures of all the evidence that we found at the scene. And um, 
you mentioned earlier that you love to do hands-on kinds of things. You've had the opportunity to do that in some of the other classes you've taken here at the oh, high yeah, school. So Tell us about those. <laughs> uh, I'm taking ceramics, and like with that, I just feel like it's like a hands-on thing, and like I could just be creative, do create anything I want, and just pretty much like just do anything. So that's part of your fine arts credit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then you're also though um, in welding. You took welding. Yeah, I took welding. Uh, freshman, sophomore year. Okay. So tell me what um, would you say your favorite thing is about this building and its design? The collaborative, how do I say it? The collaborative like feeling within the school. Uh -huh. So tell me what it is about the building that helps build that sense of collaboration. So we have like the walls, they, you can like make them go away <laughs> and then the the <laughs> classes get bigger and um, it opens like if we want to work with the class next to us we can just open the wall and then work with them or actually the windows are actually they open as well so if some of the class wants to work inside the classroom or in the flex space you can kind of split the classroom up while the teacher is still like watching everybody okay so the the Two classrooms can join to each other mm -hmm. with this wall removed, but then you can also open them up into the collaboration yes, space. Yeah. So you can really have one big space here with mm -hmm. everybody yeah. working together. You are a senior this year. Yes. You the first class that has run all the way through Glen High School. Um, so if you could change one thing about Glen High School to make it better, what would it be? Uh, that's a hard question because I don't really find anything I mean, the staff is great, the students are great, building's great, and there's nothing to really change. Outstanding, good. I yeah. like to hear that. If I were to ask you to give some words of advice to incoming freshmen uh, to make their experience at Glen High School better, what, would, what words of wisdom would you give them? Always be open to try new things and don't settle. Yeah. Uh, commitment. Like, don't just, don't assume bad of a class like when you don't even know like because that, that's what I would like for me personally like that's what I thought like I didn't know the class so I just right away I wanted to go to my counselors and just switch to another class but I gave it like I gave it a try and it turned out good it turned out really well yeah. that's great thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today and all the best for your new adventure as you move on into to the big world out there and and good luck in your senior year next year thank you well, go ahead and submit questions. We're going to jump right into Q&A. You know, Bruce, we usually spend this time in Q&A talking about questions, kind of expanding on hot topics. But I got to be honest, I, I want to know more about your takeaways, getting to relive that conversation that you had with some of our Glenn students, particularly with Faith in the amount of different programs and things that she got to try in that exploration in high school. What were some of your thoughts and takeaways kind of reflecting back on on that as part of a student experience and about high school in general and what it looked like for for our two Glens Grizzlies. I think that's one of the most important things to me is that we really give our students as many opportunities to experience different uh, aspects of their education as possible and to experience those things in areas where they have strength. And so you can see with these two students, they were very hands on. They wanted to be involved in the subjects that they were learning in a very hands-on way. And they were provided those opportunities 
um, uh, in, in almost every class that they were in. They had this great opportunity to collaborate with their peers and with their teachers in a very unique way because of the design of the building. Um, but they also had the opportunity to try things that they didn't know they would like. Um, it was fascinating to uh, see that young man interested in ceramics and really getting his fine arts credit, but at the same time experiencing success because he was so good um, with his hands. And the relationships that there are between learning about ceramics and how the skills that go with ceramics actually will serve him very well when he gets out there in his body shop business one day. Um, and so those are all really important things for kids to learn. Um, but one of the things I've realized too over time is that it's sometimes not only what they learn that they love, but also sometimes that they get to try things that they learn and understand that they don't like. And sometimes that can save them a lot of time and effort and money later on, um, where instead of learning that I don't like to do a certain thing in college, I'm learning that in high school. And that's uh, giving me direction as much as I learn the things I do love, that I learn the things that I don't either. We have two questions or topics that I want to address from, from the chat. But first off, Bruce, we have Faith's mom, it looks like, is, is watching right now. So I want to wave to Faith's mom. Thank you, Nancy Murphy, it looks like, on Facebook for, um, for your daughter. That was awesome. I enjoyed seeing that, that interview. You want to wave to Nancy, to Nancy Bruce? Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for sharing faith with us. She's an incredible young lady and, and going to be extremely successful in her life, I can tell. Um, there was a question about high schools and CTEs. So there are there are um, CTE programs at all of our high schools. Um, there are certain programs that are only available at certain high schools, but there's transfer opportunities um, to be able to send kids into those uh, those programs. For example, Rouse High School has automotive tech. Um, and Lander High School has electrical. There are programs like that. Please encourage your child or your student in your life to talk to their counselor and find a way to be able to um, to get access to those programs and put those into their schedules. We know how important those those skills are for kids who want to enter the workforce and who who are good with their hands or just fit in various different ways that you might um, that might be the path for for a student. Um, Bruce, we're having some questions about the summer um, and questions about enrichment opportunities for students and for all students beyond summer school. Um, what would you, what can you share with parents about what summer will look like from an enrichment standpoint um, or, or what the discussions have been in Leander ISD? Yes, thank you. Um, we are still being very careful about any in-person uh, opportunities that we might be able to offer. And so for sure during the month of June, um, we will not be offering any in-person opportunities for our students. We will be continuing to explore what that looks like as we head into July. Um, we do know that the UIL has opened up the opportunity for strength and conditioning. You heard um, what that sounds and looks like through Jody Horman's hot topic a little bit earlier. Um, we also have our success and our reading for all program that is kicking off and we're trying to make sure that we get um, adequate pieces of books and literature in our students' hands for the summer. Um, if your student has a lack of reading material, we urge you please to, to come and look at what opportunities are available through that Success for All program um, and Reading for All program. 
um, opportunities are available on our website for them to check out both uh, hard copy resources, but also to check out electronic resources um, should they have the ability to do that. And so we urge our students to really continue to strive to continue to read and, and gather as many experiences as they can. Um, if that's only online, there are lots of opportunities online. Um, so we urge them to stay as engaged and as connected as possible to their learning as they go through the summer months. And we will continue to share and provide opportunities as best we can as we go through the month of June. And then certainly into July, we'll have more information. And we had another question regarding the, the board action on bell schedules and adding time. Um, we heard this as a, as a public comment, one of the meetings, a concern about elementary school and defining um, district-wide what those 10 extra minutes at elementary school would be for. Um, Bruce, can you explain what was the insight, um, what was the intent behind um, allowing schools the opportunity, the autonomy to determine what that 10 minutes uh, would be for and what, what are the some of the parameters and how that 10 minutes is used, especially at elementary school? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, one of the pieces of culture that we're working on in our district is really making sure that we have autonomy at the right level, um, coupled with accountability. And so the balance of autonomy and accountability um, is really important to us. One of the most important positions in our district are our campus principals, because they create the environment on each campus, which is a very unique culture and a very serves a unique community in every case um, we want to make sure that they are building the opportunities for their teachers to be successful with their kids um, and if we were to dictate that from the central office i think we'd get it wrong 99 percent of the time and so um, we know that the the folks who have the best opportunity to get that right are our principals and our teachers and our staff at the building level and so we are giving them the autonomy to understand and decide how their students will benefit the most from the additional time that they've asked for in their schedules. Um, one of the resounding reasons that we heard um, from the beginning in the planning of our triple bell schedule is that our students at the elementary need more downtime. And when I say more downtime, um, we know from brain science, um, that when our brains are actively engaged in a very particular topic, they actually are working at a limited capacity because they're focused on only one thing. Um, but when we, when we pause and when we sit still for a minute and either reflect or meditate or just simply breathe, or um, and I'm sure you've discovered this yourself when you're sitting on the beach or when you are um, having your afternoon walk, sometimes those are when the best ideas come to you. And that's because physiologically, your brain is actually kicking into higher gear when you turn off from focusing on any particular item. Um, and that's when your brain starts processing in the background and really thinking about and, and trying to work out all of the problems and issues that you've encountered um, over the, the prior days and, and hours um, that you've been toiling over a particularly difficult problem or something like that. And so these extra minutes will provide our students some of that downtime when they can interact with their peers, when they can simply breathe, when they can take a moment to let their brain turn off from those particular structured activities and, and actually get some downtime. In some cases that may be 
uh, extra wiggle time uh, in the classroom, that may be extra wiggle time outside the classroom, that may be uh, structured in such a way that they have extra recess, that may be structured in such a way um, that they have more ability to make those transitions um, with enough time to not feel the pressure of, of rushing from one subject to another. And so um, that will look slightly different at every one of our campuses. Um, and if you want to know what that looks like more carefully, then I urge you to reach out to your building principal. They are the ones who have the autonomy to make those decisions. Thank you, Bruce. Before we go to our closing statement, um, I'll go ahead and take the last kind of question that popped in there. Um, there's a question about zoning for Tarbin Elementary School, Elementary School 28. Before this all started, we had been talking about um, and planning for that zoning. That will not, we will pause. We're not planning to talk about that in the in the summer. And we'll, we'll look back in the fall. Um, that school um, isn't expected to open until 2021-22. Um, but just give people some insight. There was a question in the chat about um, a about zoning and that discussion being picked back up. Bruce, do you want to leave us with any final closing thoughts before we go to our performance? Yes, I just want to thank all of our constituents and our stakeholders again. Um, our students have been incredibly patient with us. Our faculty and staff have been um, really diligent in how they've approached this emergency remote learning. Um, our teams at the central office have done incredible work in making sure that students are continuing to learn during this second half of the spring semester and that they're ready for the work that we know has to happen over the summer in order to get ready for whatever we're facing in the fall. And there's still a lot of unknowns, there's still a lot of uncertainty but we are building a menu of options that will allow us to face whatever those uncertainties are in a very flexible and adaptable way that will allow us to pivot very quickly should the need arise. And uh, we urge you to continue to stay engaged with us. We are gonna be periodically uh, pushing out some thought exchange questions and some other ways for the community to engage with us and make sure that we're really hearing your great ideas and that we understand um, what that feels and looks like for you, particularly in your situation, so that we can meet the needs of as many of our individual students as possible as we head into the fall. It makes it so much easier for us when we're hearing from you, and we hope to stay connected with you over the summer um, so that we're ready to come together much stronger as hashtag one LISD in the fall. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you to Corey and his amazing team for putting this together and making it possible. And with that, I think we have a fabulous student performance to take us out.